Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Travel Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa, and I interview expats and locals from cool and interesting places. Today, we're going off the beaten path in the truest sense. I'm really excited to talk about Squamish today with Alicia. You've probably never heard of Squamish. It's a small city in between Vancouver and Whistler in British Columbia, Canada. But it's the epicenter of anything that can do with the outdoors in the BC area. You can mountain bike, kite surf, run, cycle, hike, you know, rock climb. There's, there's everything there. And what's really great is there's a huge community and, envir- and group of people there that just kind of embrace the wilderness and embrace the wildlife. So if you're a silly tourist from California like me, who hasn't really had that green thumb, this is a great place to kind of step into an area that you outside your comfort zone and try something new. And it's just on the way to Whistler, it's close to Vancouver, it's super accessible, but gives you a chance to maybe try something you would have never done otherwise. Alicia is the best person to tell this to you, and I'm really excited to have her share her story. All right. Welcome to the Travel Talk podcast, Alicia. Thank you. I'm so happy to be sharing this with you. I'm excited you're here. And where are we right now? We are in beautiful Squamish, BC. The most beautiful place in the world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm biased, though. I might be biased, too, but it's pretty incredible. (laughs) Um, so you're not, you're not originally from Squamish, right? No, I'm from a suburb of Vancouver called Port Moody, um, and moved out here about a year and a half ago. It felt like I wanted to live in a mountain town for the longest time. And it felt like a really nice way to do that and still be pretty close to where I'm from. It's about an hour away. So, and it's really close to Whistler, right? Yeah, it um, depends how fast you drive. I'm super grandma at driving, so for me it's a full hour, uh, even in summer. Um, but I think some people can drive it in like 40 minutes if they're really motivated. You and I can be passengers. They <laughs> yeah, can drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what makes you love the mountains up here so much? Um, it's just so fun. I feel like I lived in Vancouver for a while and I didn't really know how to engage in a normal way with the normal fun city things. And so I, I found I never really was going to the theaters or, um, those kinds of things. And I was always taking off to the North shore and Squamish and Whistler. So that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it today and lure people, more people from the city to come explore. Let's talk a little bit about that. So when you have friends, I'm sure coming up here and asking for advice and what to do, how do you recommend like they navigate this whole backcountry? Um, that's a good question. I think there's a lot of, so like to start, I guess there's like a distinction between the front country and back country. And there's a lot of um, front country trails that are like really awesome and um, probably a bit easier in terms of like knowledge and navigation. And I would always recommend starting with those unless you're with a local which you're here this with you um, but I'm a total new weekend so we'll we'll take you on all the backcountry things um but there's a lot of wildlife and it's pretty it doesn't look complicated but the um the mountains here are pretty um complicated there's a lot of like creeks that are hidden and um so it's really good to just like if you do 
you know, just know where you're going. Um, but yeah, the most fun is if you can go with a local and people are so willing to share if you just find yourself, um, I find like on the North shore or in Squamish, um, people are very willing to go and take you places. So (laughs) take advantage of that. I love that. Um, the hiking here is just so amazing. And admittedly, there's a lot of places I wouldn't go unless you were there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's take a step back. So for most people like me, you probably fly into Vancouver, um, YVR, which is in the suburb of Richmond. And then, um, how do you, how do you go from Vancouver to say Whistler, for example? So I guess um, it's a beautiful drive. Uh, You go through the nicest ways. You go through downtown Vancouver and through the West End, uh, through the beaches, through Stanley Park. Then you get to go through North Vancouver, which is really stunning landscape of really tall mountains. And there's actually three ski resorts in North Vancouver, which is really cool. And I think what makes Vancouver pretty unique that you can basically run to them from downtown Um, Not for everyone, but it just shows how close they are. So you get to go um, past the westernmost ski resort in the Vancouver area, which is called Cypress. And then you drive this beautiful highway called the Sea to Sky. And um, on your left, there's ocean and fjords and islands. And then on your right is waterfalls and steep mountains. And there's a lot of lookouts along the way. And there's a lot of hidden trails that... Um, if you look closely, you can find, um, especially as you get closer to Squamish, there's a lot of, um, hidden little trails near Shannon Falls and yeah. And then, um, and then you get to pass Squamish, you leave the ocean and then you start climbing and you head inland to Whistler. Um, so it gets a little bit drier, um, a little bit more extreme in temperature, not, not too bad at all, but in winter it might be like a few degrees colder in summer. It might be a few degrees warmer in Whistler. Yeah. It's just incredible. I think there's just such a great integration of the locals here with the environment. Like there's this opportunity, even though you're only an hour from Vancouver to almost feel like you're completely alone in the mountains, but have like that safety net of a nearby city or a nearby resource. Yeah, it's nice. I think a lot of people moved here for the same values. It's I don't think anyone ended up in Squamish by accident or by convenience because it's not going to be your most convenient place to live. Um, but everyone's here because they love the outdoors and the environment. And so that's really neat that you can just um, really relate to people no matter what age they are. You just You just feel that kind of shared value with everyone yeah I I totally sense that there's just such a um it's a very like symbiotic relationship like this respect for the land and then everyone really respects the area and then there's this you know consideration that you also provide like a community very much um I've always loved Whistler like I lived out in Vancouver for five years and spent every weekend at Whistler um and it was like only until this winter I went cross-country skiing with you and like, I think Whistler is so much known for the downhill skiing, but there's so much more out there and it was really fun and something I hadn't experienced before. Yeah, there's a lot of fun, slightly more hidden things in Whistler. The Nordic skiing area was actually built for the Olympics. So it's obviously world-class. It 
that's why it's there. Um, I'm, I enjoy getting out there. It's definitely not my strong <laughs> sport, but it's fun. And there's a locals night once a week where it's like $7 or something instead of 30. Um, and you can rent any of your gear for $7. You can actually even rent fat bikes. Um, you can rent Nordic skis, classic skis, snowshoes, um, and they have beer, like all the, I think that's pretty common across the sea to sky. Um, there should be really good craft beer as soon as you're done. Beer is the beverage of choice for Squamish. <laughs> I think so. I think it's hydrating and <laughs> it's better than wine. <laughs> Wine's good too, but I don't know something about a cold beer. I totally agree. Like we hiked the sea to sky gondola route and by the end of it, that beer, I could just taste the beer at the end of the hike. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then Whistler also has another, um, a neighborhood that's pretty interesting called Function Junction. It's outside of the village. And I think the locals kind of avoid the village um, and they're more in the other neighborhoods around. So those are worth exploring if you, if you like to kind of explore what it's like to be a local somewhere. I think as a tourist, you tend to acclimate more towards Vancouver and Whistler. What's like a big thing that a tourist might miss if they only target those two locations? I guess um, everywhere you go in the Sea to Sky has its own unique um, character and community. And um, I think if you're in Whistler, Whistler is amazing and beautiful and I love it there. Um, but it can be a little bit crowded and touristy, especially if you're there in Crankworks or something. Um, whereas like if you're in Squamish and downtown, it's, I don't think you're going to get that same kind of feeling. It's a lot more low key. And I think you'll feel a little bit more like a local if you're staying here. Um, and there are a lot of, because tourism's big here, there are a lot of different companies that can, you can rent from just like Whistler. Um, and I guess like here you're in more of a valley, so there's more, um, there's some flat trails, there's rock climbing, which Whistler doesn't have the same kind of rock climbing that we have and the access to the ocean. So there's just more variety. Yeah. Like, um, I never seen kite surfing here until yesterday. And then we talk about the chief, like, like the glaciers that must have carved out these rocks are must have been crazy big because there's just so much exposed rock that you can just climb and hike and it looks super scary but awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd like to take a um, a course. I have a friend who works in geology and I I need to have a whole week with her and just go to all the places and get her to lecture me. Yeah, there's just um it's really cool in that sense. There's just so much science happening here. Like you can see all these different elements. And again, there's, I see things and I'm like, I should probably know that. Science alive. <laughs> it's around us all the time. <laughs> there's just such a great joy with connecting with the outdoors like this. You know, I don't know about you, but I feel like being outside just brings a whole up, like new level of energy, you know, and being able to connect with the outdoors and the animals and the birds and the trees. And food tastes better. And so does beer. That's right. <laughs> it just tastes so much better after a terrible hike. <laughs> um, do you see a lot of wildlife here? Um, there's a lot, but I haven't seen any this year. But there is a lot of black bears and cougars and wolves. And 
um, tons of eagles. It's like the eagle capital of the of the world, I think, in oh, Squamish. Wow. So yeah, lots of wildlife. I haven't. I I'd like to see more. I haven't seen any um, since the hibernation this year. So. Well, spring has sprung. <laughs> Hopefully more come. Yeah, I'm just waiting for them to say hi. Do you ever get scared? I think when I first moved here, I was more scared because I'm often running. And I think if you're running, you might just run into a bear. Yeah. Um, but I think after a while, if you're not modifying your behavior, there's no point being scared because you're going to go anyway. So it's not really going to matter whether you're scared or not. So I'm not, no longer scared. Um, and I think a lot of the wildlife here are, are not, um, aggressive. I think there are some cases, but I don't read, I try to avoid reading up on that. Yeah. The papers always highlight the most extreme scenarios and it's so, it quickly becomes normal in like your head and how you see that. Cause that's your only exposure. Yeah, and there's a lot of um, wildlife talks, too, that you can go to. Like, it seems like once a month there's a talk about what the black bears are doing right now. Um, or there's some really good social media groups where you can kind of um, read about recent sightings. And I, it's nice to kind of learn from those. If there's one takeaway you want our listeners to get about Squamish and Whistler, what would that be? I guess to just accept adventure, um, say yes to things and explore um, unknown unknown new places along the way. There's so many there waiting and hiding around every corner. So there's just endless. I live, I live here and every week I find something new. So um, just to keep exploring and learning and enjoying the outdoors. Thank you so much, Alicia, and hopefully more, more people stop, stop over in Squamish on their way to Whistler and, and see all this great stuff. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining, and for all you listeners out there, the podcast is uploaded every other Wednesday. Please tune in, subscribe, and share. 